Well, they're back. Classing up the joint, Deco, not like our usual guests. No, no. Uh, we had to clean up around the place. We did. They, they, they said if it's ever, if we're ever going to, you know, do this again, you know, we, we, we can't bring a bunch of smelly, sweaty dudes in here. So here we are. We got special guests tonight, head coaches of the Bari Lady Vikings and the Washington Lady Hatchets, Coach Lacey Higgins and Coach Gretchen Miles. The crowd goes wild. How are we tonight? Fantastic. Couldn't Great. think of another place we'd want to be tonight. Yeah, um, the girl cooking the pizzas is not near as excited to be here as we are. <laughs> we can feel it. We feel the energy. And of Contagious. Course, this and every B3 podcast brought to you by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And we are recording, as usual, at Red Bones Bar and Grill, where the good times roll. So let's get it rolling. Deco, how are you, first of all? Uh, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm well. Great weekend. Um, Vikes win Friday night. The game you heard on the general, 95-9, 101.3. And I, I, I text our principal, Jeff Doyle, last night. I said, is this the best sports day of the year? And then I text you the same thing. Yeah. Because we had IU. We had North Davies on. We had Lagodi on. We had Washington on. We had the Royal Rumble on, which makes me nerd, but that's okay. And, you know, there was just all of this stuff to consume and by god i did my best to consume all of it last yeah night. I, I had a we had a little dinner party and and stuff to go to but um my brother it was at his, my brother's house and and but he broke down turned on the iu game after the the my sister-in-law's mother got there everybody yelled surprise got the food out got going and we turned on the basketball game so <laughs> and and i you actually looked they're rolling happy. yeah, yeah they're rolling good. starting to play a little better they i think they're much healthier than what they were there for a while trace jackson davis looks like the player that that he should be and is back to and today the my favorite indiana team the iu women absolutely ran over rutgers so congratulations to friend of the show coach rhett wearsba terry morin and that whole team we're going up we got tickets for next week the Iowa game, so that'll oh, be a, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, it'll be, be a dandy. phenomenal. Yes. Liv's excited about seeing Clark. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited about to see the Lady Hoosiers. However, that's fine if she wants to go watch <laughs> Hawkeyes. But um, Todd is on assignment tonight. But um, I think everybody is in anticipation of him coming back to the show on our next episode. <laughs> um, I've heard through the grapevine that he might have a thing or two to say. I think the, yeah, that's what I've heard. I, I haven't exactly um, gotten a briefing on it, but I've heard there's rumblings that it, it's going to be an electric show uh, when we come back. There, and, and there's more than one thing he wants to talk about. He, uh, he, he mentioned it to me on the phone uh, yesterday morning and on Friday night. So, yeah, he has, some, uh, uh, yeah, he has some things he wants to say, but, I mean, he did mention to send our regards to two of his favorite <laughs> coaches in the area. So... Yeah, well, you know, the podcast, you know, our our, our reach is wide, and sometimes you, you've got to travel to, you know, to keep up with all the stories and everything. So, But he'll be back next time. And, uh, I believe the kids call it a hot take. The, there you go. I think that's probably a, a pretty good description for it. You never know. We might surprise Todd with a special guest. You never know what's going to happen. Sign me up for that one. <laughs> so let's talk about girls basketball. Going to get into the sectional week. You got to be excited. Gretchen doesn't play for, it seems like, a year, I guess, at this point. So, But um, season so far, Bari Lady Vikings 13-9. and nine. Lady Hatchets 14-8. and eight. I know after I talked to Gretchen on night number one, you said, I got to find a point guard. <laughs> Lacey's probably low point was what we'll call Black Thursday when we went to Evansville Christian. Talk about your point guard and what you've done, both of you, on getting better throughout the season. I think our, our youth was very um, evident to start the season. Uh, you know, when we returned 9.6 points from last season, just being able to try to find kids and the roles and, and the confidence of that and uh, kind of it was baptism by fire by a lot of those kids. Um, you know, playing a lot of freshmen and sophomores. We have one senior, two juniors. I mean, we have three kids that can drive a vehicle on our is team. Is that right? <laughs> yes. That is amazing. <laughs> wow. yep. So we try to go to, like, team activities after practice. We're like, my gosh, call your parents. Yeah, you still have we to need more drivers. That. We need great. more drivers. So, no, I mean, I think that first game um, was very good for us in the aspect of uh, North Knox punches in the mouth for 32 minutes. I think our kids had to really see early on what varsity basketball right. is about. yeah. And I think just, you know, kind of trusting the process and just getting better, even for coaches to just stay day by day with that. And the kids have really improved a lot. Um, 
Aubrey Frank has really turned into that point guard spot that we need to be able to take care of the basketball and be a floor general and facilitate. Um, also has picked up some of the scoring. It's just very a balanced group. Um, probably the first year we've ever been able to, you know, go nine, ten deep. Yeah. You know, so just being able to keep fresh legs. Um, and also when things aren't going well, you've got somebody on your heels all the time yeah. to sub you in and out. So the kids have been playing real well. Um, obviously, we've got to continue to take care of the basketball and rebound, and we've got to make shots. Well, and we'll get into specifics here in a minute, but I, I said, I don't know, Deco, a couple or three weeks ago that I'm not sure of, of the teams that I follow and watch quite a bit when I can't be there, watch it on the stream whenever possible. Your team has grown up more probably or changed more throughout the season than, than any other team, but if you need an illustration of it, the driving thing is incredible. <laughs> But, you know, we just kept saying, like, throughout the season, I kept telling our coach, I'm like, remind me to be patient. Like, they're young. And that, that took, like, the first 15 minutes of day one of practice. I'm like, if they're going to be on the varsity, we're, we're, it's the expectation level. Yeah. You know, like, we're not going to baby anybody. The expectation <laughs> level is going to be high. And we keep hearing in our ear, like, they're 14. Yeah. <laughs> they're 14. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if you're wanting that responsibility and that job to be a varsity kid, no one cares your grade, no one cares your age, and you got to be ready to be thrown in the fire. Either you're ready or you're not. And what's the great thing about freshmen? They'll be sophomores. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Coach Higgins, your team has grown up a little bit too, and uh, you've had some players step up. But from day one to now, how have you changed? You had to bring up Black Thursday, didn't you? Well, I, yeah, I, I had to okay. because that was – the. the <laughs> We ran out of ways to say turnover that night, did we? At, at Evansville Christian, every adjective in in that in, hasn't in changed though. Different languages, well, Webster's <laughs> and the thesaurus, they We've were gone. We, and some of them were like having tally marks. They said we no. can kind of laugh about it. Or we can kind of laugh. I don't know. if Coach Higgins is ready to laugh about it. However, I've never seen a team on their first four trips down the floor have five turnovers. Well, the fifth time, we threw it to them. They threw it back. We threw it right back. To <laughs> so, keep going. But, keep going. But <laughs> the next, and I'd have to look it up who we played the very next game, we bounced back and had, had a nice outing. So it, that makes it a little easier for us to laugh about. But all right. No, I think the key for us this year is um, we've had a problem scoring um, at times. I've told Deco multiple times on the radio, like I know it sounds so stupid and so silly to say – if we make baskets, we're in this game. If we don't, we're not going to be. It sounds like our pregame show. <laughs> like, yeah. But it comes down to being that easy, that simple. When we can make shots, we're kind of a hard team. When we can't, we're not very good. Um, I think that kind of goes back. Um, I but there's my, a lot that goes into that. Yeah, and I take yeah. that back. Like on Thursday, we didn't make very many shots. We didn't get a lot of shot opportunities, but our defense did carry us um, in that game. So it's been kind of a back and forth Um Truthfully, I think we play when we're not supposed to do anything, like against Gibson Southern when we're 36-point um, underdog and yeah. we come out and we compete. Same thing with North Knox, 20-point underdog, come out and compete. Um, your, if you agree, I don't, I think you'll agree, <coughs> but your, I think some of the best times that we've walked off the court, I say we, I'm not on the team, but walked off the court is in losses because yeah. we play so good against really good teams. Yeah, you're right. And it's not that we've lost some that we shouldn't have. I mean, besides besides Black the one, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have beat teams that we should beat too, so you don't want to take that away from the girls. But we were opposite of Gretchen, where we brought back all of our scoring, um, and we were young last year with freshmen, sophomores, um, but they've still grown completely yeah. this season. Mm -hmm. On Hannah, I think's finally coming out of her shell a little, a little more confidence. Um, I still think. Like, it's just amazing when refs come up to you and say, like, we can't call fouls on her, and that's so unusual for a big girl. It, like, it is. She is Dico just, says it all I the think time. she has less than 40-some um, fouls for the year. Like, it's insane. I, she has I, never, I, knock on wood, everywhere, yeah. but she has not been in foul trouble one game this season, and I think that's just insane. It is, yeah. To um, think. Especially for as many block shots as she gets. Oh, yeah. But she's like... I mean, we've seen pictures of people taking pictures. Um, when we were at WRV, there was a photographer person there, but, like, her not even jumping and straight up blocking shots. But she's grown. The sky still is a limit for her. I'm yeah. not so sure she knows um, how much the sky is a limit for her. Um, Ava Carter started out really slow this year for us, and now she has been um, a force to be reckoned for. Um, Beth's had some issues this last couple of weeks, but um, she's been a steady um, – Leader for us, and then we go with Colleen and Willow and um, Liv and Mariah, and like we go nine deep too, nine or ten deep even at times. So, um, yeah. But talk about making shots and, and Hannah, and, and we talk again, we talk about this all the time on the broadcast is that the more we can make 
shots, either behind the arc or just perimeter shots, the better it makes us because that does not allow three people on Hannah, which is what, what we've seen. Yeah, and we're kind of even scoring, too, after Hannah. Hannah's averaging 12 and 12, but after that, um, Colleen's at, like, 6. Beth is, like, 5. Willow's 5. Liv's 5. Ava's 5. I mean, like, they're all just right there. Yeah. Um, what She mentioned some of the players – Talk about some of your maturation through the season and, and players that you can point to. Because I saw your last game I saw you play was at Gibson Southern. What a game that was. <laughs> the ending was yeah, fantastic. I, I, I told Chloe Graham's it was, shot was down. Yes, yeah, it, it was, was down. I told them, though, that that's just Shay, too. Like, she didn't flinch one bit before she shot that. She had no idea where she was on the court. <laughs> that's so her, though. That's what I'm saying. Right. That I is mean, I guess, I guess you were fresh getting food. to the point where it was it wasn't a no, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. But, man, you had to think for a split <laughs> yes. second, what are you? And yes. yes. <laughs> you know. Was, 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 it, was, exactly it, was, right. was it one one of those moments for uh, for you and the, and the staff? Coach? Completely. I think it was also with our situations, like, at least give it up on the rim to give us a chance to rebound it because our similar situation too is just taking care of the basketball. Yeah. Like we give up way too many extra possessions for teams. Um, and when it's very similar to Coach Higgins is that when we give our chance, our team a chance to score, we like our chances. Yeah. And not so much when we're giving the other team extra possessions of that. Um, but no, our, our post players this year with Liv Gilly and Katie Reed have really grown a lot inside and out. Uh, they score very well around the basket, very good rebounders, and they also can shoot the three. So just very versatile in that aspect and very similar to hers is, you know, our guards have got to be able to perform around the perimeter in order to open things up better for um, our post players too. Yeah. And um, oh, go no, ahead. You go, got, you got it, you no, got it. no. And I, and I was going to say, and, and, you know, talking to my wife before the season and I, you know, every, you coach long enough, you have similar, similar situations. I don't think there's any way that your team can mature and, and continue to get better as the season goes on. I mean, Chloe Browning is, is kind of on an Island by herself. But if she wasn't accepting and 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 setting a, a, a great example, I I mean, your team, I I think a situation like that, the implosion possibilities, you know, are are large. They're massive. Well, if, if you don't have that one senior yeah. buy-in, and I think I think that speaks a lot to her and how yes. coachable she is, and and uh, and what a leader she is. Right, and you know, with Chloe too, is that. You know, being the lone senior, and that's what I love about Chloe is she's super authentic, and Chloe's Chloe. She's going to tell you things you want to hear, and she's going to tell you things you don't want to hear. <laughs> right. But she can back it up. Yeah. Right. And she's really helped out our coaching staff because she's had to really take care of those young kids, but also um, get across them the expectation level of what's acceptable and what's not. Yeah. Um, and I think they've really grown to know that and, and to lead uh, by her example with that too. And um, and she's just such a force for us defensively too. Like when she, she sets the tone every game for us and then the kids follow in suit with that. So being able to have that leadership and, you know, just Chloe's been through um, a lot of injuries and, you know, a lot of people don't know a couple of years ago she had, uh, I think they're called desmoid tumors in the back of her leg. Oh. It was right when COVID hit. So now she's, it wasn't cancerous, but they put her on chemo meds just oh, to really? stop the growth of it. Yeah. So now you're in COVID, you can't be around anybody. Oh like my. you just, all that going on. Had two surgeries, and the last surgery was last year where they really dug into her hamstring, too. Oh. So, oh, you, I wow. mean, you just talk about a kid that's had a lot going on, but she wouldn't tell you that. Yeah. Like, her whole perspective of life and um, just day-to-day, -day, how she goes about her business is just off the charts. Yeah. And there's, you're exactly right. There's no way we are where we are today without the leadership of Chloe Browning and bringing the young kids along because a lot of them come straight from eighth-grade basketball. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, we like, what do you mean the season's still going on? What uh -huh. do you mean there's scouting reports, shoot-arounds in the morning? It's like just a Have huge you seen any fatigue in the last you know, I few think weeks? Usually I feel like with our JV teams, about Christmas time you start to see the checkout mentality because it's hard. Yeah. Like it's a long season, um, just the, the grind of it. But we, I feel like with Chloe and our coaching staff meeting with our underclassmen throughout the season to be able to kind of check in with them and let them know about the grind of it and Chloe being able to speak on it on experience has really helped them to be able to fight through things yeah. a lot better too. Right. Lacey, I know you watch a lot of the Hatchet games, and, and you watch each other's games a lot. Um, what have all has Gretchen done wrong this year? <laughs> Get in line. Get in line. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I don't know, though. When I like You I, pushed every button correctly this year, Coach Higgins. So. <laughs> when I send funny text messages and don't get a response, it makes me sad. Uh, I'm like, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Even on wins? Come no, on. No. Uh, you lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did have, like, I have Gretchen moments, like, dug into my head that's kind of scary. I have a funny one for you. I knew 
and I know she's gotten better with this. This is not a dig. But we were in tra- – like, I was in train for 10 years that an off night, you go scout. You see everyone live once. Like, just that was Gretchen's philosophy. So that became our philosophy. We Whatever she told us, we just did it. Yeah. And went, you know, whatever. So come sectional, draw the night before. I'm right now. I'm like, okay, where's all of our teams in our sectional going this week? We don't play on Tuesday. What's going on? And I get to Springs Valley, and they're at Tell City. And, like, all I could hear was Gretchen in my head going, <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. Like, if you draw Springs Valley, you got to go. And I have never been so excited not to draw Springs Valley in my life <laughs> as I knew. I just had that Gretchen voice of, like, you've got to go to Tell City. You've got to go to Tell City. <laughs> it's kind of like a lot of our sexual opponents besides Vincent's. We've played in the last two or three weeks, uh, too. Yeah, right. So that's how. But when it's you hit them straight off yeah. the, the seat, beginning of the season. See, ours is different because Orleans, we played the first game, and Springs Valley mm-hmm. played, like, the first couple games. Yeah. yeah. And Huddle and, you know, the way it's changed with game film. It makes it so much more convenient, but there's just something about seeing teams live, the physicality you don't of have them, to the speed. I know the speed of it, like the Gretchen voice, and getting the popcorn. Where are we going to eat when we go scouting <laughs> trips? You know, yeah, it, it, you sound like every coach in my life. So I, <laughs> <That's> yeah, <right. laughs> you know, it's uh, uh, Coach Thompson last night. He, you know, he had he had to go to Dubois. I said, why? Why would you? you we played Wood last week. I said. You know, I've looked in our huddle queue. We've got like seven. Why? Well, I, so I can hear the names of the sets. I said, you mean the sets that you can rewind on huddle? <laughs> I didn't get anywhere with that. <laughs> argument, but, you know. How many How many opponents have you not seen live this year? We've seen them all. You have? Wow. You too? Yeah. Well, probably most Between the four coaches, obviously, like we just divide right. and conquer, but yes. Yeah. Between okay. Sam and I, probably. I was going to say, you've seen seen most of it. So who who do you who would you give your most improved to both of you throughout the season from day one till now? What player has Oh my gosh. That's that's a tough one. Um <laughs> now that I'm deaf I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the pressure's on now. I said it and you turned it on so I, I I'm not gonna repeat it. <laughs> But overall, both of you have had had strides as a team, and and you both have players that I think Colleen Tramball. Well, I was going to say Colleen's probably like I wish I I wish she wasn't a senior. I wish my hands were on her before um, last year. Like it's kind of sad, but like it's to the point where like when she's going in for a left hand layup and using her left hand and going off the correct foot and not running out of bounds or falling, like we get excited. Yeah. And I it's know like that sounds mom silly, moment. but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she's been—I mean, she scored this year for yeah. us. She's controlled everything. She's not been very healthy. She plays the whole game. She doesn't really complain. She's just someone that it's hard to—it's hard to describe. But she is just a competitor. Like, there's nothing to it. She's kind of like Chloe on the point of she's going to tell you what she thinks. She's going to tell you to do better. She's not going to take your excuses. She's kind of just that tough kid that every team needs. She never, even under incredible pressure at times, she never runs from the basketball. Oh, no. She always wants to go get the ball. Yeah. And and then she's, I mean, she's been playing point guard at the varsity level since she was a freshman, but... You know, she tended to get a little wild at times, and and she's she's definitely curtailed that this year. And, and I would agree. Had a nice year. Before we move on to the sectional, let's talk about our sponsor, Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. You He's my agent. Is he your? He agent? is my agent. Deco's agent. Todd's agent. I I've still got to get quotes because our friends in Batesville still have our insurance, and I got to have that weird conversation that we're pulling it from oh, one the, friend uh, to go to another. The, the, those are the worst. But, <laughs> yeah. well, well, probably what I do is just buy another estate and just let you know. Well, that's it, it's it's another it's a byproduct of being ultra wealthy. You yeah, know, uh, off I your mean, cross end. We I mean, this, this B3 <laughs> podcast is just a money maker. Let me tell you. But anyway, uh, if I did have money and I needed to insure something, I would uh, call Travis Brett, 812-295-3129, auto, home, life, renters, business, farm, and crop. Does he do your farm and crop as well? <laughs> well, you know that we have per- purchased acreage next to the Dutton Yellowstone Ranch. Uh, He'll even insure land in Montana. Okay. Well, there you go. Part of the Martin County business community for 17 years. He invented Netflix. He played on the <laughs> Indiana Pacers. Yes. And there was something else we discovered last week. I, I think he – it was something about – He played uh, saxophone for cool in the that's game. That's right. Yes. And and he developed – or he had uh, discovered two elements on the periodic table. I yes. believe I read somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, give him a call. He's a big sponsor of all area activities, including this podcast. Travis Brett. 
and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. I would say knocking on wood, but that's Todd's part. Todd always yeah, knocks on wood. Yeah, that's Todd's part. Yeah. So don't knock on wood. Anyway, uh, you guys were talking before we got started. Um, you both guaranteed sectional victory, so let's talk about that. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Um, you, Lacey, get started on Wednesday night with um, the Shoals Lady Jug Rocks, who we played, what, two weeks ago, roughly? Yes. Yeah. Made a trip over there, so let's talk about that. How are you preparing? Um, how do you coach a team, prepare a team that just won by double digits that long ago? Um, the best thing happened. Um, they <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> wood a good Wood Memorial team came to Shoals and lost. Um, talked to Coach Johnny um, about that game, and it came down to they couldn't hit shots. And Shoals, unfortunately, only has six players. Um, and it's sad because the starting five, um, they're – they're tough. They are. They never give up. No. They can score. Um, usually, their problem is is they just run out of gas by the end of it. But the Wood Memorial game, Wood Memorial could not make a shot. Is that? I mean, they weren't missing players. Nope. Really? Nope. Did not miss one, when, one when you texted now. me first that score, I hadn't looked it up yet, and I'm like, oh come on, that's got to be. I mean, nothing against the Jug Rocks. Wood Memorial's a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just a crazy game. Um, of course, we watched that game. And then uh, they played South Knox really tough. Um, I was there on Tuesday night. last This past Tuesday night, they played South Knox. Um, South Knox went 0 for 9 to start the game on, from the three-point line in just the first quarter. And, like, you just look at that. This is why Shoals is dangerous. You know they're going to sit back in a 2-3 zone. Sometimes they do, a t um, like, a 1-2-2 zone. But they barely go man. They went me in that Wood Memorial game because they didn't get in foul trouble, and it was a kind of a slow-paced game. But usually it's 2-3 or 1-2-2. So South Knox goes 0 for 9 to start that first quarter. I mean, even if they make three or four of that, yeah, that's a big point difference. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. And at halftime, it was tied. And then by the third quarter, South Knox started heating up, and they ended up making, like, I think they were ended up, like, 5 for 23 for the night. But they did end up pulling it out. But that's what's – you just hope you make shots. Yeah. Like, you just hope you can move the basketball. You hope you don't get relaxed where there's no movement. And you just hope that you can make shots against a team that um, will sit back in a zone. And then if uh, you get past them and then you've got Orleans, who you played first game of the year, right? So that's been a long time. How did, have, have you seen much change in them throughout um, the year? Or? We sent – Coach Eric Yoder and my husband um, on the road on Thursday night when we played North Knox. They went to alone. Um, like, yes. they, like there's no my, like back. My wife used to do that with me and Chad Balaji. <laughs> oh my god! We did a lot of scouting. Let me tell you. Oh Did you get to the game? I will tell you. I gave him forty. We'll bucks. talk about that off the air. <laughs> I gave him forty bucks. I said, "Go have some dinner." I took care of the kids for Brock, and I said, "I need a like I need a, a good scout. Like this is the only time that we can watch them." Um, and they did. They came back with – it was all good. They did make it to Orleans. Deco was a little nervous, but they did make it to Orleans. And um, Orleans is a good ball, ball team, too. They have a stud freshman um, in number 14. I don't know how you pronounce her last name. Alls Alston. Alston. Yep. Um, and she is all left-handed, and teams just cannot stop her from going left-handed. She ended up hitting a last-second shot um, against Mitchell to win – to beat Mitchell um, last Thursday night. So – if they get past WC and I was going to say, I, I was thinking Shoals. in my head, I just pulled up the bracket. They do play WC. I was thinking they had a bye, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, on paper, it, yeah. they should handle WC. Well, that's what we said. Um, Aaron Ash was talking. It could be um, whoever gets to Friday night, it's going to be insane. I mean, you, I mean, Lagodi and Reve, whoever wins that game, will have Springs Valley, home team, good crowd in the first game on Friday night, and then the winners of us and Shoals and. WC in New Orleans in that second game. I, I, I wish – it's been interesting watching Vincent's Reve this year. They've been up and down. Well, Herman's and been out a lot of those you never know. Yeah. You never know who's playing and what, and there's yeah. only one Herman, and, and she's – you know, you hear all kinds of stories that there's a little bit – she's disgruntled and things haven't been good, and they've been up and down. It seemed like watching scores, they had really gotten it going for a minute, and then they get blown out by, by North Yeah. Boys. Yeah. So – I haven't watched that yet, though. but um, And it's kind of weird because in our sectional, the only two teams I haven't played is Springs Valley and Reve. So that will be a first-time. first time. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, just based on what you've seen, can do you think Springs Valley can beat them? Springs Valley is good. Yeah. Yeah. But I told Marty Niehaus, we had our sectional dinner. They fed us 
um, 33 Brick Street. Oh, so that's yes. The best. We did, that's just, the only great thing about going to Valley this week is <laughs> I am going to eat dinner at yeah. Brick Street, hopefully Marty three times. said that they were just setting the stage for Aaron's sectional meeting next year. So um, they took us, paid for everything, whatever. So I, I was lucky enough to sit by Marty and hear Marty's stories for an hour and a half, which are great stories. <laughs> but I told her that we haven't shot that good since our Springs Valley game. Yeah. So we're hoping that those rims just... I, I think there's something to be said about Valley <laughs> being a great gym to shoot in. No. And, 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 and having the, the kindest rims yeah. of course we area. didn't. Get I, 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 do, I believe that. Yeah, we I didn't really get to go do. practice. Like, gosh, we shot the lights out that night. Yep. Yeah, what, what was that? Five point game? Five or six points, yeah. like and, and, and they made a bunch that night too. It yeah. wasn't yeah. like... No. You know, I think there was 18 or 19 total threes in that game. Yep, sectional 63 going to be a good one for sure. If you um, look on Sagarin, which Gretchen always max it, I always look. But between <laughs> Revay being the favorite all the way down to Orleans, um, I th- I'm, you're talking like six or seven points. Yeah, wow. And then uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to, to chat with Coach Smith at some point over in Lagodi. I mean, they, they're another team that you always – I look at North, da- North Davies and Lagodi kind of the same. Like – I keep waiting for them to break out, and you know they've they've both got a players that can put it in the hole, and and I keep thinking that's coming, and it just hasn't yet. However, you know, tourney time yeah. could. Always I talk to Joey a lot, and I think North Davis, and I'll say it on air. I think North Davis could get that one upset in that sectional. Yeah, I do too. Um, just that one out of the blue, like holy cow. By the way, are we doubling down on my bet in the 2A sectional, or are we allowed to even talk about that on air? Well, I don't know. I mean, we talk about everything else. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, the the, the, the North Knox game from, you know, from Christmas break where, yeah. where I, I think I owe people food and drinks <laughs> and everything else. So I think that was me and you, right? Yeah, yes, that's, it was, yeah, it was right. definitely you two. I forgot about that, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. No, I just think that sectional is crazy, too, you talk about. I feel like all the sectionals around here are so wide open on it's going to be interesting who comes out of them. Well, um, you like I say you don't play. Gretchen doesn't play until Friday, right? That's correct. You got uh, you like that I, or I not? I feel sorry for the I, players. I hate it. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say it. We've been friends for a long time. <laughs> I hate that. I I hate it yeah. for your girls because especially with your young team, having a chance to get out there on Tuesday night would be very very helpful mm-hmm. for you guys. It's, and it's a long it's a long break um, than yeah. what we're used to this time of year because we had about three weeks straight of Tuesday Thursday Saturday games. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, depend on your situation. If you've got kids injured or sick or whatever, um, I think in our sectional too, it's so competitive, but yet so wide open that you know, winning three games could be tough. Um, but to get our kids just keep rolling and not that wait time, I think would be really good for our kids. But it, I mean, it is what it is. So and, here and we you, are. Yeah, you yeah. played <laughs> the winner of Pike Central and Princeton, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, Heritage Hills Southridge leads that off. That should be on paper. That should be a pretty good game. Yes, I mean Heritage Hills got a lot of guard play. Very quick, very aggressive. Um, of course, Southridge is just very patient, and very meticulous. Look, so if they can beat you twelve to ten, they're going to beat you twelve to ten. Yeah. Um, they just they execute very well. Um, how, how is their injury situation? I know they they had had some. They actually kids uh, Montgomery did not play in their last game. I think kind of like load management. Right. So to speak, um, just resting situations. Like she had a knee injury that went down in our game. Yeah. Um, but she did get back after she sat our game and the next game and played after that. But then they had another starter that kind of tweaked her ankle to start the Heritage Hills game. But um, but they'll be ready when it comes comes that time. And um, like I said, Greg Werner does a tremendous job of I mean, game strategy. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's pulled off a couple of stunners, and yep. I you know, in and Jackie Young's career was number one. Yes. I mean that was just yes. Wow. So how. Did you give give the girls a little more of an extended time off? Did well, we took – um, see, they pl- we played Thursday, and then they took Friday off. Okay. So we got in there Saturday just to get some shots up, just try to get a lot of shots and um, just kind of stay loose. And then, of course, tomorrow we'll get back at, you know, uh, just kind of like typical practice, be honest with yeah. you. Um, and then take them Tuesday to go watch uh, the games and then kind of go from there. But, you know, Princeton um, – we're a very similar team. I know they don't have the inside play that we have, but they have a lot more guards. Um, a lot more aggressive, a lot more physical, and that gave us fits during the year. Um, so in that game, they they beat us by four. Um, we, I mean, they just they pressured us. We just didn't handle it very well, and they knocked down shots. We didn't shoot the ball well. We turned the ball over, and we're not a team that can can win or even try to stay in games when those two things happen. So be a good. Hopefully, if they get past um, Pike Central, 
just a good kind of rematch in that situation. Yeah, would South who who would Southridge be considered the favorite? I think Southridge would be wins? with Vincent's Lincoln just right behind him. I mean, Lincoln plays a lot tougher schedule. Yeah. Than what Southridge does, but I mean, sixteen wins is sixteen wins. Um, right. So and and Southridge does compete in the thirty-seven team pocket athletic conference. So you know they're right. schedule, you know they're playing some of the teams yeah. that you are. And that was very competitive this year too. I mean, right. we had a lot of teams that just had two losses. Um, Forest Park finished off eleven and one and won it, and then Gibson Southern ourselves tied for second, and their Southridge Heritage Chill. I mean, it was just like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And that conference, especially the top half, has really you know prepared us um, for tournament play. I mean, more than half our games are conference games right yeah. so being able to still kind of beef up our out of conference games too with playing like evansville north and got to go to owensboro this year and play henderson county um just play evansville memorial i mean just playing really good teams linton i mean north knox it just goes on 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 so yeah that night we played linton my goodness they, they could not have gotten off to a better start i mean that was going to be a tough game anyway and then they're they're they kicking like the it 87 celtics for <laughs> yeah. about a quarter I mean, six for seven <laughs> like, for three my, and they oh, were contested i mean we were well, playing I just saw jared had um we were texting back and forth about something else, and they made 14 threes in their last game. Yeah. Wow. 14. I think that's like five games for us. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, they can change. And they had the loudest <laughs> band in the history of yeah, ever. It was loud. Of we were at that game. We were scouting yeah. that game. Although, I don't they know, Barry making a run for it here at our <laughs> rock concerts we're having that, after that, game. That, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There was a noise complaint for the uh, – uh, you know, for the the Bar Eve after band, and and as you and I mentioned, it's not really rock and roll if you don't defy every. That's right, because there was. I've, it, it was probably the game I'm thinking of. Like it was so loud, I walked across the floor. Hey, if you want to have a family get together, <laughs> go down at go down to Zach's with everybody else. All right, let the people who in, you know enjoy the music let let the kids play. Yeah. Let them play. There you go. I like it. No. Yeah, let's get it. Uh, what's the best place you've eaten while you're scouting this year? <laughs> You guys are going to make fun of me. I yes. was really early in the year. and There's this new place called Dairy Queen. It was awesome. No, <laughs> oh. but it's almost as bad. Um, <laughs> I was going to Forest Park to watch Springs Valley versus Forest Park. So I'm talking early in the year. And I was so excited. Just I was by myself to go. And I stopped at McAllister's <laughs> and got me a sweet tea and a cup of soup and a sandwich. And I sat by myself in that restaurant <laughs> in Jasper. That's by nice. myself um, before I got to Forest Park. That's nice. I know. I did I eat at Sandy's, too, once this year. Well, Sandy's is always a good place. I feel like we always go back to, like, we're repeat offenders. Yeah. I just kind of go back to what we know. So, like, so what, what are your we're like, uh, what, what are your jams on like, the road? Uh, wings and Rings, B-dubs, and Applebee's, you know, just someplace I, like I, that. I tell you a, a place that I have discovered this year, thanks to Coach Thompson, and my wife and I are complete maniacs about it now. But Pub and Grub and Vincennes mm-hmm. and Jasper That's is amazing. the stuff. I've never – I've it heard is, that. It yeah. is the real stuff. It's locally owned. I, I am a gigantic fan. Yeah. Gigantic fan. Wait, where is that at? Which they're, – they're, It's kind of a uh, – just kind of off Maine and Vincennes. Oh, I have and then been it's there. Just yes, off, yes, yes, yes. I just have been the, there. Just off the square in Jasper. They yeah. have just opened a steak mm-hmm. place, too. Have you been yeah, to Yeah, I've not been to the steak place yet. But, cool. Yeah. Owners. Um, what player stands out that you had the most trouble – Stopping or defending this year? <laughs> How long are we? <laughs> <laughs> There's been some some pretty good performances I know against the Lady Vikings, and let's see, I'm trying to think if we'll see any of them, but in sectional play, I feel like uh, we came across a lot of really good players of like the Montgomery Girl from Southridge. Uh, Memorial has Avery Kelly, Sophie Johnson, Emily Mattingly, um, the Buchanan Girl, and Shelby Girl from Evansville North. Just um, Gherkin from Lincoln. I mean, like, you talk about just stud players that you can always yeah. count on. They're going to get 15, 20-plus a night. You get their numbers. We yep. gave Chloe Graham her 1,000 points. Yeah. So oh. She, she was the one high. that I just felt like we, we had no matchup well, for. But even, like, Chloe to be Spank. a junior, um, junior, and you're, it's, not, it's right after Christmas to get your 1,000 point, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's nice. impressive. Um, Spink, Graham. Um, did you even say the – Force Park. I was say, did you play Force Treader. Park? They're yeah. in our conference. Yeah, yeah. Treader, Betts, yeah. Begley. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> the list goes on, yeah. Yeah, we got yeah. the dream team. We're making creating that. Uh, let's talk about the state of 
um, basketball in our area, and and maybe not just our immediate area, all over the place. We had how many JV games? Full JV games this year. That's what's I don't I can't even. And when Gretchen was talking about her JV, I think um, we of course this came from um, Gretchen's program too. But having those meetings um, at Christmas time really helps too. But it was hard for us because we went to the Toyota. Our JV didn't go. I mean, they went, but the JV didn't play. Right. Um, and then we went to WRV for those two games that week. JV's not playing. So they really went two and a half weeks without playing. Yeah. And then we come back, and WC doesn't have a JV team. Um, there was someone else I can't remember. Shoals. Yeah, Shoals doesn't have a JV team. So then out of our last four games, they're only getting two. Yeah. And luckily, South Knox, we kind of – Aaron kind of got on that early because they had canceled the last two JV games before us. Um, but he was all over the AD, like, hey, we just need to know because we need to, these yeah. kids need to play. And they did play us a full game, and then North Knox, of course, played us a full game. But it's just been rough to, te- to keep 23 girls in the program and um, well, focused it, in the program when they don't see very many games and in it quarters. Makes, it makes it tough for a varsity player that i, I got to think there's been times during the season you've had one or two girls, like, I'd like to move her down. Like, get her some minutes. And then it's minutes. not fair because you're like, only two quarters, then we're not developing anybody else because we're bringing right. this girl down that's going to get some playing time in varsity. But, oh, I totally – it's been it's been Actually, I, I don't – I I've been told that coaches don't think like that at all. So, <laughs> I think, yeah, you're you're only worried about other things. Oh, wait, no, it's calculus all the time, parents. Everybody that thinks that coaches don't take – everything in this puzzle into consideration it's well we talk about like our kids going 10 deep and they're all kind of simple like just pretty equal but you don't want to shortchange anybody because we know that they can help us whether it's this year or down the road so all season long we were like hey you're two you're three you're two i mean it was like constantly and they and like you said like you have to have those conversations where their kids are open-minded enough to go no matter where you are you just want to get court time and i and brino and i talked about that off air just I don't even remember what game it was, but it was before Liv really got going. And I just said, have you talked to her about maybe, you know, approaching Lacey and getting a quarter or two? And, you know, you said we had had that conversation. And it's, like you said, it's then what? What do you, what, what moves when you, I don't know. It's, it's a complicated puzzle that. And I mm-hmm. love that we can play two quarters because right. I would rather play two quarters than none. But I also feel like it's really frustrating. I'm just going to ring it. That when the team comes with seven or eight players and you're going, why can't we play four quarters? Like, I feel like it's kind of been a fallback, too, of it's easier to play two quarters when your right. numbers are a little lower than just to kick it out. Um, it's different if you have injuries and all that, but just. So why are the numbers so low? What, do, you have a, do you have a thought? Do you Basketball's have an hard. I'm just going to say basketball's yeah. hard. It's a Basketball, long it's a long season. It's, it's a hard sport. It's, um, and, again, it's not a slam to any other sport, but you have to know both ends very well. You only play five kids at a time, and if they're in shape enough, that may be about all who plays. Um, but is this new? I mean, I feel like it would, I know when we first moved back to this area five years ago, I don't remember so many no JVs or. Oh no, Bar Reeves struggled with no JVs. Well, for a I know, yeah, years. they were. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we had a numbers deal for for a little bit. Well, I, I think kids too are not like they're not three sport athletes. So, like, unless you're a basketball kid, the and sport they're going to give up is that well, one. And there's tons of D1 athletes coming out of all of our <laughs> Right. Yeah, like well, and me and Nico really. have talked about that. I mean, Barry used to be all three sport athletes, and I think they're down to two or three boy, um, three-point, or three sport. sport athletes. Really? And then yeah, the I girls so. actually, I feel like, have a little, a few more right. um, than the boys, but it's just, I don't know. Well, and like Gretchen said, it's hard. I just I, well, I wanted to play. I mean, it wasn't outstanding at anything, but I just wanted to play. And I just I, well, I think the long and, season, long season, and, and I think you know you got to you got to put a little bit of blame back on the shoulders of the IHSAA when they opened up basically year round sports. And I know everybody's got their window, but I mean, basically you've got you've got varsity teams that can be in a gym or on a field nine months out of the year. Yeah. And I will say, and, Brock, go ahead. No, and, and and and. You know, I know that's something that my wife. Are you going to rev up? Because if you are, I'm playing your. No, I'm not revving up yet. Really? No, not not. No, it's coming. All right. No, but just give me a signal right before you rev up. And I know you guys probably think about this. Well, I don't really want to be in here right now, but you know, Lagodi is in there right now, or Vincennes is in there right now, and it's like, God dang it, I I got to be in there right now, and and that's that's what good coaches battle. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, Brock got told by a parent this year, um, this summer, that they looked at everyone's summer schedules and they felt like their son couldn't do all three like I don't know what the answer is but I mean a parent 
told him that like it was just overwhelming and he picked two and tennis was not one which was fine at the uh, at the situation but it was just yeah rocks like how sad that he felt like he had to give one up to be able to feel successful or being able to be a kid well and i'll say this back you know in the 80s when forever ago it wasn't quite where every sport was year-round i mean you played this now and then you went and did this and and i think that i mean well and that's but how much you, you hear that excuse, but you know what? I'm walk I'm walking out of this uh, electric fourth grade girls basketball game today, and you know, I look down in our gym, and our entire varsity is in there, and some JV players playing five on five full court pickup on a Sunday. Yeah, you know, so there's something to be said. Playing a game is the best part about being a kid. Oh yeah, and that's and that's where my argument when I've talked to any, you know, girl boy, and I know there's. Lacey, we joked around about it with my daughter. It's like playing a game as long as you can play it. That's being a kid. Right. And but, yeah, I don't but know. There, there's I, just a lot of factors. There, there really is. I, I, I don't. Still matter that DeCourcy girl. Yeah. We, uh, we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and pick up her <laughs> bottle of wine for her mom when she <laughs> thinks about it. So thanks again. So we're. How are the numbers at the young levels, the fourth grade? I mean, everybody's got numbers there i mean because you're um, obviously going to have attrition right you go ahead i think our is like just getting kids interested you know it's like a if you want to play come on let's play and i think when we started off with the second and third grade doing three on three was been like tremendous for us because for one when you don't keep score like everybody in the stands is cheering for everybody like it's not a big deal these kids aren't being um, acclimated to people yelling <coughs> screaming at them at the age of eight and nine. Now, what about like the weekends you travel to, um, like you know, south of Chicago for tournaments? Do they, <laughs> yeah, no, do they keep score there? No, it just great. depends. If we oh, you're get, not traveling all no, over the world. Not, with, oh, no, 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 no. I we can see the, where this yeah, program. The team jets was not was <laughs> yeah. not available at that time. Um, but I think also it just gave the kids the opportunity just to to have fun and like everyone got to touch the ball, yeah. everyone got to set screens, everyone got to you know it just wasn't such like in your face. And then more of a developmental thing when it comes to fourth grade too. But same way with everything else, like it's hard to pick a season to get that going because there is so much other things going on at that even at that age where yeah. you have the the dance, the cheer, or the soccer, or volleyball, whatever the case may be. It's you know it's more of a relaxed where you go, hey, if you can make it, great. We yeah. just wanted to get the kids interested in it and kind of a taste of it, um, and then just go from there. I've noticed more young girls at Bar Reeve games this year. And your daughter and their group, they're wa- like, uh, you know, you look around, they're watching the games, they're cheering. They, they seem like, I know when I was a kid, like the, the varsity basketball players were like the Beatles to me. I mean, I thought that, and, and I, I see that, that they're, they're looking at those yeah, kids I like that. I think that fourth grade is unique too on the whole. They, a lot of them are the last kid. Not very many of them are first kids. Um, and I feel like they've watched their siblings in sports. Mm-hmm. They've been in the gym. And I think that plays a big difference in two. But our numbers are really good in second, third, and fourth. Um, and fifth and sixth. You could have played a C-team schedule this, hey, this we played year, right? two games, Yeah, remember? I mean, you could have played. But you could have played oh, yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was hard to find any. But um, but I think our, our junior high numbers are kind of down. Yeah. Um, and, and, and now, in fairness, one of those classes, uh, you know. It's very small. They, they, it's a small class, and nobody plays anything. Yeah. So, um and, and cycles. And, yeah, yeah, and at a small school, those are things you have to work around. The Bar-Eve, yeah. the boys' basketball team, the senior class, I mean, that yeah. I remember 10 years ago, Coach Hughes, Albert, what are we going to do? There's only three kids coming to Saturday. It's, sometimes yeah. you just you work around it. On that, that seventh grade group, they don't have a lot of girls in their class. If you look at numbers, yeah. between, like it's weird, but like you look at numbers between girls and boys, it's like one-third girls, two-thirds boys. It's just kind of a weird class. Yeah. How, that stuff will filter out like it's just part of it. How closely do you work with your bo- your boys' counterparts, the, the coaches? Do you like as far you talk as, a lot? I talk to Coach Miller a lot just because of, like, game strategy things. Yeah. Um, usually we practice a lot at um, the same time, but before we did not, like, we'd sit through his practices yeah. just to be able to. Um, but as far as, you know, working together from the ground up, yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll get to ask him about that soon. Well, but Josh, you guys, we work. we like our practice schedules are always the same. We switch gyms, so it's even. We'll go main one day. Coach Thompson will have main the next day. We go back and forth there. Um, he just texted me recently. Um, they're having a big youth tournament this weekend, and he wants to make sure if we get to the Saturday night, what time we wanted to walk through. So very yeah. Um, workable. We had uh, by the old school Red Hill podcast from my high school. Um, we talked to a girl named Susan Wright that was a 
the, kind of the first star basketball player at our school. And she was there when they had to go to the school board in the 70s and ask to have basketball. And it was like a 4-3 vote on the school board. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's where uh, we've come. You well, know. And, and I, I that's funny as the government teacher I, I tell my kids every year when we talk about title nine how title IX, everybody thinks uh, you know sports and we're going to do 30 for 30. title nine wasn't a sports mm-hmm. thing it was an education thing and sports was the byproduct of it and i said and that's where i think you can be proud to go to school here whatever whatever your political affiliation is in the fall of 1973 bar eve is playing girls sports i mean it happened that fast yeah and and you look you go back into the history and the microfilm like i am because i am a nerd and i mean there was hardly anybody you know that, that did it that quickly, and I, I think in our area we can we can be proud of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was funny reading those articles, and not only did was it a four three vote and three school board members vote no, they also said okay for the first two years it's going to be a club sport. It's not even a real sport. The coach had to volunteer his time. I mean, just no, crazy, yeah, to, crazy to think about. Let's make the jump to officiating from where I sit. I thought overall, when I mean, we know the state of officiating and where we're headed if we don't get some more people interested. However, at least from my seat, I thought for the most part, I thought the officials were really good this year. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I think like if you agree, <laughs> no, I do agree because I feel like now that I said my point, the, you know. <laughs> no, the the youthful team that we had, we just had more things to worry about. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> team than that, but no, I completely agree. I mean, they're very they were very open to having conversations um, with situations that went on, why a certain call or looking a certain way or you know whatever the case may be. But no, I thought. If no you complaints. think a call was complete crap, but they come over and talk to you about it, does that make you feel a little better, or do you just still look at them and say, like st- I'm okay with, like, in the same way with us. Like, if I go, mistake, I, I completely screwed up on that, too, because, I mean, how many mistakes do we make during right. throughout the game yeah. as a coach? But when they come over and say, you know, that was my fault, you know, I'm like, I don't know if that really makes me feel better, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, you know, kind of with the pat on the backs, but, you know, it is what it is. So That's kind of funny. Like, we just had that happen. He missed something. <laughs> one of the refs missed something, and I kind of was like, oh, that was a missed one. Well, the next time he gave, he gave us a call, and he looked, I mean, like, <laughs> looked straight at me. I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> got it. We, we had it. one. We were in Princeton this year, and – of course, it was a tight game, and of course, you know, you do the whole call timeout. You got something drawn up. You just can't wait. <laughs> then we turn it over in the backcourt, and then Coach Harmon had the dry erase board and just cracked over his knee. Well, then there went flying the dry erase marker. So as it goes on the court, he's oh, trying to scramble no. out there. We're on a fast break. <laughs> oh, the official is just glaring. I'm like, I got him. I got him. And, and fortunately enough, there was no technical call. Yeah, it could have him. easily been. Uh. So, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of situations where they could – really hammer us <laughs> I, well, and and I blame the, the one issue I had this year um I blame our crowd our crowd kind of got him mad before I got him mad <laughs> yeah, I blame, well, yeah I'm blaming the parents on that one <laughs> well I've told this story before but my when I was coaching sixth grade football in Batesville and I had my one complete utter meltdown I was right but it, it was I had to apologize to our entire program said I made today about me and that is wrong da 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 because I lost my mind but who's done that lately yeah, uh, yeah we'll talk about you in a second the but the first game of the year the same guy reft we play and the way they do it there they start in first grade football and you play back to back games all day same two teams so I go out in the sixth grade we're last I go out and he said I don't want to hear a word from you I've heard from the Batesville crowd all day long like, it's our first game of the year we're I'm just excited to be here, but anyway, he was a jackass. Um, <laughs> I got on the Paoli game was the, the one I'm talking. Well, about. yeah, and you you teetered. There was there was a game recently. I thought you were going to get rung up, but you didn't. Come he, on. he turned around quick, and I thought for sure Sam got glared out at the North Knox game. So I, I yeah, I, his I I kind of looked at Sam or Sam the next day was like, did you see him stare at me? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 So on that label, when was your last technical, Gretchen? You haven't gotten one, right, Coach no, Higgins? I, I, That's right. I, I got that saying. bench warning yeah, apparently were, this year, were, but like I said, it was teetering. a parent. We've but, had yeah. uh, two team ones when uh, Casey and Lacey didn't check the book, <laughs> and a kid forgot their uniform, so grabbed the extra one in there and didn't tell us. Uh, hey, guess um, what? The rule was we had to check the book every day after that day at North Davies. They had to walk out there, and the kids had to lift their practice jerseys. No. And everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I will say, me and Casey were afraid to get on the bus that night. Like, I've never been so scared of Gretchen in my life. <laughs> yeah, did you lose by one? Happen. No, we no. were up by 30. That's the oh, problem, though. That's, that why, she, that's why she got in. That's yeah, all fun and games. Usually it wouldn't have been an issue. Why? And the other one was a similar situation with the uniform situation at yeah. the Lincoln game. So, so we you, obviously have not gotten any better so you, with our job no. responsibilities of our coaching staff. So, so we you have haven't three openings one for on the staff. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> leadership starts at the top. That's right. You've never gotten one? No. In your career? For Everyone just, loves Gretchen. No, that's not the case. Good point. <laughs> that's not the case. Ha, should you have a couple times? Have you ever gone too far? You're like, God, I can't believe he didn't ring me up on that one. When she's out of her coaching box is what Which I've, is all the time. Um <laughs> I've seen Josh Thompson trap kids before <laughs> in the corner. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes like, when you're in the corner, it's like you want to block that shot. That's right there in front of you. Yeah. You're shooting the hey, corner three. Amber DeCourcy did that this year. Ball came flying out. She just yeah. spiked yeah. it. <laughs> she was a little hostile at her team at that point. Yeah, I think it was it James Harden that popped off the bench. Yes, this, he got a technical. Just yeah, this, like during the middle yes. of the game, he jumps off the bench to get in. Yeah. And then like deflects a pass or something crazy. <laughs> I know what happened was they, he thought he was out. And they like inbounded the pass, and they're like, "There's only four." Coach like, "Get, oh, in. get in there, I got you. And then that's when he jumped off the fence, <laughs> blocked the shot, and got teed up. So. Well, did you? I did a story on the WAMW Sports and WRZR from the Rhodes Automotive Sports Desk, by the way. <laughs> um, did you see that? Or was it was it Texas A and M? I think that got the technical against. I think it was Florida. Anyway, whoever they were playing, it was one nothing before the opening tip off because the managers forgot the uniforms back at the hotel. Oh, I they didn't, didn't realize. Oh, they came out yeah. warmed up. Like and evidently, minutes yeah, late. they don't yeah. put their uniforms on until they go back in, and so the game got delayed, so they made a free throw. It was an administrative technical. They make the free throw, and then so then they have the opening tip, so they were down one nothing. I like that better. Yeah. Administrative technical. Well, I'm going to be honest with them. I told them I got on the bus after the Paley game. I didn't even know what a bench warning was. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Did you know that was a thing? Like, was yeah, that because Coach Harmon gets them quite a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coach O'Brien's had a few, too. Uh, yeah, that was a rough one. Well, I got hot one time on the air, and I said, these officials better get control of this because we were at the White, Upper White River Valley, and that one girl, was, which she did this last year, she's just a dirty player, and I'm not going to say what number or anything, but you know. I mean, come on. If you're listening to this, you know who it was. But and they had those three horrendous calls within like a minute. Our crowd was about to lose their mind. Well, there was mind. a big crowd because the boys played right after. Yeah, us, so it was a really and crowd. the crowd it was and it was a close game and it was pressure packed. And those those three calls are probably three of the worst calls of the year within a minute of each other. And I lose my stuff. Now Deco, on the other hand, has not lost his cool. I don't think all year. There's an audio clip of me <laughs> circulating all over the county. I've been told. <laughs> What did you do? That was a girl's basketball, so it's okay. That was a boy's Buggy bowl, that's all you need to hear. Just watch it. Um, oh. I'll, I'll play it for you when we get <laughs> off Google the that? I, I, uh, now I, well, <laughs> we're going to let Todd tell the yeah. rest of the story. Do you know that scene in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou when the guy in the theater turns around and says, do not seek the treasure? <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> It was about the last gasp, about two minutes left. We're, I think we're down six, and it looks like we've got a steal. Now, we probably fouled before the steal. And then our player was bumped on the sideline, bumped out of bounds. Basically, I, I, I called it a tackle. You did call yeah. it a tackle about 30 times. And they go back the other way, and Coach Thompson ends up doing a Defensive slide. It ends up near the North Davies bench. <laughs> At that point, after the official had missed the first, you know, eight things in that sequence, he finally got one right. Yeah, and he got the wet one he, right. You know, he him up. Thompson left him no choice. But uh, so and the deco disappears from the radio. So That's really, the moral so of the story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. When the official came back down the floor and was underneath the basket during the timeout after the technical was shot, I just I asked him politely to call the tackle. Yeah. He, he just let him know what he was thinking. And at that point... <laughs> Brian was on air. I was... Uh, first time all year, we kind of had a three-man booth, and I was really there just to keep stats and help out, maybe chime in once in a while. And suddenly, I'm into action. <laughs> Tag, you're I, I texted Doyle at night Your name's three called. times. Last <laughs> year, they played North Davies twice. One... He lost his voice the first time. Yep. He nearly died the second time. I, I, I saw the light. It I was, was, was coming um, towards so me. So I ended up doing the, the North Davis Bar Reef game. And then this time I think, well, I'm in the clear now. I'll just have some fun, sit up for these guys, help Jeff with stats. Oh, no. 
so I ended up on there. So, but, yep, not not uh, you know, five well, seconds. I wish I had back. Very <laughs> seldom do the officials actually hear nor acknowledge the broadcasters. That was not the case. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so what happened after that? <laughs> was it <a> blur? <laughs> it was kind of like. The scene in in uh, old school where Will Ferrell like you know gives the uh, <laughs> amazing answer at the academic decathlon and says I just blacked out like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Next thing I remember, I'm sitting on my couch at home and <laughs> my wife's saying, "You let that get the best of you." So uh, it was the best, that's for sure. Um, what else? I mean, that's all I had really. I, mean, I think we've covered what we're going to do. You guys are both going to win your sectionals, right? I mean, well, they get both guaranteed it. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you should have heard them off don't the air. It was, don't start. If baby. anybody knows us, that's not. Yeah, I know. The case. Now we're more panicked about that now. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got to ask you both. <clears throat> I know it's sectional time, and you know everybody's got a million things going on, and jobs, and families, and all that good stuff. But do you guys find any time right now, not right now, for guilty pleasure TV at this mm. point of the season? And if so, what is it? Mine's embarrassing, so I always have game film going on in my Chromebook, but <laughs> Hallmark is always in the background <laughs> because it's something you don't have to pay attention to, but you can kind of watch. It's like um, TV white noise. Yes. <laughs> if I really don't want to focus on something, that's what's on. But otherwise, I'm an NCIS person. I'm a um, big Hawaii, NCIS mm. Hawaii, NCIS the original. That's my guilty pleasure. And that came, like the original came back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have to be probably uh, SVU, Special Victims. So basically, you know. we're all solving crimes <laughs> know, on this are. table. And yeah. then also, Last Chance You on Netflix. I love those stories. My, I haven't watched that my, The football and basketball. Dylan says the basketball one's incredible. Oh, and, I, and I haven't watched it yet. I love those stories, the storylines of those. So I can watch those all the time. I was but, addicted for to the Idaho murders for about two and a half weeks. Yeah, we lost. Weeks. We completely lost uh, my uh, my wife and my kid's mother there for that a while because she was, yeah, I know. she I was, was solving investigating. all the crimes. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I knew who did it. I knew why. I knew the college situation. <laughs> I knew the house plans. I mean, I knew it all. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Hey, my investigation skills are good. You are good. I'm trying to think what the date was on Black Thursday. Was that right around those? No. Was that right after those murders? <laughs> Stop it. Lacey goes missing. Uh, do you guys watch Big Brother in the summertime? No. no. Ah, do you, you don't want to watch? I well, don't. I know Big Brother. For my you mom people and dad out do. there, if you like guys' grocery games and you like Big Brother, watch Pressure Cooker on Netflix <laughs> this was so good. These people walk into this house. They're chefs. It's a cooking competition, and they don't know walking in. I'm not spoiling anything. You figure it out within the first few minutes. We're probably just not going to watch. You walk in. <laughs> they walk in. Us. They don't realize there's no host. There's no nothing. They're voting each other out. It's the combination. It was really good. And have, is anybody watching Last of Us? Have you started it? Not started it. I'm, I've started uh, Succession. You're, just, you're watching Succession? Oh, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. So... <laughs> You, when I texted you that about the 20-minute <coughs> clip, you had no idea what I was talking about. No idea about. what you were talking about, and I tried to play it off because I knew you would be ashamed of it. Oh, me. my <laughs> gosh. I'm glad because the new season's coming out yeah, in and, March. And that's the whole goal is uh, to wipe out the so first that three show, by that time. That yeah. show, you got to hang in there the first I'm, episode I'm, I'm and a half. I, I, I started But it. trust me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a late sleeper. I, I, it's usually midnight or a little after when I hit the hay every night, and I fell asleep before midnight watching the first episode. Yeah, but, then I, but then I... You got to hang in there. You know, I'm army crawling, and, and now and now I, you know, it's paying off. So I, I did you guys watch Succession? <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I texted him, and I said, I just watched a 20-minute mashup of all Cousin, yeah. <laughs> cousin Craig and Tom scenes, and he, uh, yep. I mean, now I find out he had no idea what <laughs> Nope. nope. All right, so um, we've covered that. Let's talk music, as we like to do here on the podcast. What... Can I get uh, our top three favorite pump-up songs? If, if you're listening on the bus, whether you're a player or a coach, what do you want to listen to on well, the way to a you game? You just changed it, too, because you just said the bus. You didn't originally say, well, whatever like, you, I don't, on. Yeah. I'm going to make Brian and Coach Casey Freddie really mad right now, and I can't wait. But okay. there is nothing better than being in a packed gym and hearing the band play Sweet Caroline and <laughs> I of the Tiger. <laughs> I'm highly disappointed. <laughs> highly disappointed. I'm literally calling school school board members when right, we get no. off the phone tonight. Yes. Seriously, 
Brock is a music guy. I suck at music. Um, but we were talking on the way here because that question stressed us both out. Um, <laughs> like, last, don't take each other's songs. Last week we covered Rod Stewart's <laughs> yeah. songs. Last so. couple of years, um, even when I was at Washington, the um, what do we say? The be re- um, we ready? Yeah, we ready was our theme about two years ago. Um, that one was good. Can see I kind of just made that one though. It was a lot. I never about. figured out in the be ready. Be is it ready. is it for you or y'all? Y'all. What do we, be ready for you or y'all? It's y'all, right? It's yeah, y'all. it's y'all. Okay. What's this song? Oh, come on. Don't act I'm like sure if I heard bad. it. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm, just, I'm putting it on a TV. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm more listening to this. This is what pumps me up. I heard you had jock jams going on. This is Don Spellman's favorite jam. That's my wife. That's my wife said she was a jock jams. Oh, I love jock jams. That's a good one. Lacey, we played it. Ready uh, to Easter play the Green. sectional right I'm, now. I'm telling you though, but Pack Jam and the band. I don't know if it was a Washington thing growing up when I was the band was always there that like the pep band stuff. But I don't care what you say. I know people are like, oh my god, if I hear that, I go back to my soccer days. We did a whole podcast on it. I know our our our, uh, our our band director in in Red Hill. So <laughs> that's what I said. But Evansville <laughs> Memorial, we always played at the Coca Cola soccer fields in the eye of the tiger. I was like, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing more. But like Gretchen wants to poke her eyes out, and Casey will like disown me for the next. We used it? to play at Eastern Green. Their songs were always sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, and it was good. Yes. Yeah, this is it. Yes. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> come on, that's come on, pussy. come on. Well, this is na na na. Say what? Say what? I like. <laughs> they never it do, is. Yeah, they never do that when people foul out anymore. I used to love yeah. that when Carl. Oh yeah. I always like the Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Oh, that's too. good. That's my other that's one. That's yeah. The wife's a big. But we, I told her on the way here, Imagine. Jasper, Phil Kendall, he's the athletic director there now, but he um. We had a play called Thunder, and he was on the... Way to go, Lace. Way to put it out there. <laughs> Anyone that plays... You Trying know, to win a freaking sectional this week. There goes hey, that. On your social media, you're putting the best plays on there, so I don't want to hear it. I know. I've got to fire Casey. So Jasper is AD. We had a play Thunder, and it was our motion offense, so we called it all the time, and he would just play the song like for like just on repeat. Just oh, yeah. And that name came from when we went to go scout, and we were trying to figure out a name for it, and that song came on. <laughs> right. was calling Thunder. Oh, really? Keep oh, you it simple. I think every, simple. every drill or play or set is named after something <laughs> yes. organic, right? Well, I will say with you, uh, the junior <clears> high <throat> boys program, um, Tinley was, has watched a lot of junior high boys basketball, and um, we've noticed, like, I don't know, we were doing one three one or something, and um, Colleen's like, is it like thunder or lightning? I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, thunder down, lightning yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like yep. how intense you are. But. Well, I think our kids do the uh, – oh, that's good. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> it kicks in here. I will say every Christmas, Coach Freddie burns me a CD yeah. of like uh, – pre-game songs. So that's People what I listen to on the way. still burn CDs? Okay, puts that for me, yes. So I, I listen to that. So like... Now, De- is oh, your Walkman out, though, the De- kind that you clip on your belt? No, Deco, or? she had... Well, so you have to kind of hold because it's still got the <laughs> CD. Yet. So if you're going for walks, like, yeah. you're kind of doing... Yeah, so it was the 1999 Walkman, not the 2499 <laughs> Walkman. Before we won sectional and she got an iPhone, because, you know, that's what it took to get her iPhone, she seriously had an MM... What was it called? MP3 player? I <laughs> see. <laughs> Some are private. <laughs> what happened to privacy anymore? The bridge too far. Jeez. That's what she listened to. We didn't even uh, know how they worked anymore. But no, I think I feel like mine's like the the DMX, the the Snoop, the Dr. Dre, the all the inappropriate things. Uh, oh, Missy Elliott, like things in my car. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what I walked in and heard my four year old or, four, or fourth grader listening to last week. <laughs> no fourth grader. Who has an Alexa in her room should be able to say, hey, Alexa, play NWA. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. That is awesome. Tell the – Gretchen made a good point. When you went to Pike Central a couple years ago, Nico, do you like this? Just because – I don't know. Was that four years ago? Four or five? It was a while. They did the Purge. You know that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know that song. Like, that yeah. song? song. That's how they like ran out. Yeah, that it was, was like intense. That was cool. Like we had to we had to look that up after. When we you left have a, a young team, when uh, more than half the kids are freshmen on your team, 
the bus songs turn into pitch perfect riff songs. Oh, absolutely. That's big among the Lady Vikings too. Yeah, uh, I think, I think, I, I think all team. Lady Viking sports harmonizing is is the yes. secret. The golf team was big on the pitch perfect soundtrack. And any and inappropriate stuff. words are either skipped over or they say basketball. I'm like super clever. Mm-hmm. Super our clever. our Lady Vikings got um, Coach Sam Gines and Letting the Seeker out. Um, Sam Gines would do a TikTok with them. <laughs> and the only, um, the only, like, Liv was the leader. She's my TikTok leader. But the only par- problem was Sam says it cannot be released unless we win a sectional. Oh so boy. the question this week is, will that, will that TikTok oh. be released well, or not? Well, I tell you what. Bari Media needs that TikTok <laughs> because what we can do is we can get it ready for, for the big screen. <laughs> yeah. How about that? You like apples? It'll be ready. How you like It'll them? It'll be apples? ready. <laughs> Sam has no chance. Three girls at home. That's it's awesome. All, we're just preparing them. They said. Yes. Chico, I, I am ready to go John Wick on people's ass when I hear this. Oh, me too. Get ready. I haven't heard this one. Bow to, to the, the masses. <laughs> Break it down. I mean, I just want to start chopping people. I, I, I want to hit somebody with a sledgehammer. Hit Gretchen so right, hard now. right now with a sledgehammer. Uh, Dico, do you have one? Or you're all wrestling? Oh, I, I, every single one is wrestling. Every <laughs> single one. When when Triple H came back in 2002 and, and the game hit Madison Square Garden, I don't care about the Austin uh, mankind. I, I, I still think that night was the biggest pop ever. When he came back at Madison Square Garden, it was awesome. It was unbelievable. Right here. <laughs> Uh, you should uh, a lot of our audience would love to read our text messages about wrestling yeah (laughs) you should see we texted we we texted about wrestling way too late last night Nico you didn't go to the um, trampoline wrestling no I I will say Bari Media was a participant with uh, equipment and speakers and uh, production so I've and I've seen videos and it's uh, it's going to be epic yeah, I, I saw pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think uh, they, they need a. We a, started a wrestling promotion in Montgomery, Coach. Trampoline wrestling, in Indiana. Nice. Trampoline wrestling. I'm gonna have to probably watch their promos and see if they, these kids know what they're doing. Maybe make make some notes, giving some pointers on on how to cut a proper promo. But yeah, I I one of the stars of the early you know scenes that I've seen is not even a, a performer. It's it's Nathaniel Byler on the stick. Oh really? Oh, nice. He he's talented. A awesome. talented guy. I'm glad that there's you know some talent up and coming. Yeah, that's right. The Vikings. All right, that's enough of this. <laughs> We're uh, good luck. Thank you guys so Thank much you. for yeah. having us. Go hatch. Any go last Vikes. words for either one of you? Uh, wise words to the fans that will um, <laughs> both follow and attend your sectional games. No, best of luck to the Vikings. Best Let's go. Luck. By the way, I know you're trying to get out of this thing. Is she the first? Head coach off of the Gretchen Miles coaching tree. Yeah, because we usually try to threaten him to stay. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I just didn't know if you had anybody else <laughs> no. pop in for a year no. and then and then and no. then scoot out. No. So she's she's the first. Okay. Yes. That's pretty awesome. I'm the loner. The loner. Awesome. We'll, we'll doing just, great things. Thank you guys great very things. much. Yeah, it was great luck, having guys. you here. You're you're some of our our favorite guests, and we appreciate it. And um, good luck to you. Go get them. I think I think there's a real good chance we're going to bring home two sectional titles and. And uh, we would hope so. I would hope so, and we'll definitely be following and hopefully have you back if that's the case. Thanks, Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And thank you to Red Bones for letting us record, and we will see you next time on the B3 Podcast.